spreaders, and welcome to The Spread. I'm your host, Kaz. Sincere apologies from the Kaz Entertainment team. I realized that my last podcast episode came out without condolences to the Riverside attack victims. Tragedy befell us at the beginning of the year, and people lost their lives. They lost loved ones. They were in fear of their lives inside 14 Riverside. It's all terrible, and we are deeply sorry for anyone who had to encounter any of that, even from afar. I had a breakdown when it happened. I was in Houston attending one of my pole classes in the evening. I just left the class, walked into the bathroom, and cried my guts out. It hurts. It's scaring canyons everywhere. So for everyone who's had to go through that, or anyone who had to relive the trauma from either the Garissa tragedy or the Westgate tragedy, don't worry, we all stand together as a nation. And it made me so proud to be Kenyan and see how everyone came together to pick up the broken pieces. These are the things that I love the most about my homeland, Kenya. Things that make me proud to be Kenyan. On to today's episode, we continue our conversations about the pleasure gap with Valentine Jiroge and what it means to people in same-sex relationships. But before that, please guys, let us listen to the queen, the queen, Mayonde, her music once more and show her appreciation on her social media pages. All of the details are in the description box below. And don't forget to follow us on at the spread pod on all of our social media platforms. Yo, hey, uh, huh, gonna make a rap again about how I love my man's head. His head so good, his head so sweet, his head so yummy, his head so. <laughs> to embarrass you, Bithi, I'm sorry. Hey, oh, hey. 
Kampala Niger Daman Henai tunaweza Robiai tunatesa Atamayu wako Yaman Siri Lama Siri Oh no 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 Don't forget to tune in at the end of this episode. We have more of Mayonde's music where she performed live at the Spread Live. In the meantime, enjoy this week's episode. As women, we reach our sexual peak much later on in life as opposed to men who reach their sexual peak younger. But there's biology and physiology and then there's just like my socialization and how it got that's, in the way. That's true. Yes, that's what I, yes. feel, I feel like even um, according to research, if research had factored in where we get our education or at what point we start unlearning, then women would have started getting there. Their pleasure peak would have been much younger. Mm-hmm. But like at 40, I hear... Actually, I have to say this. (laughs) There is a wonderful friend of mine who is actually, um, she is an auntie, but not by blood, by by friendship, and because she was older, we always called her auntie. And um, a few years ago, I bumped into her and we were talking about sex, and she was older, she had just turned 40, and she was talking about how sex in her 40s was so almost uncontrollable. She used to say that, her the thing that turned her on the most about her partner was his hands and he would walk into the office and he would just sit down or like put his hands on the table and literally her vagina would be soaked and that was it it was just like it was something that happened to her in her 40s that never happened to her before i understand you know that thing they say about teenage boys 
Oh, hormones and we. Is, is that what a 40 year old woman goes through? It's, it's something like what I'm feeling now, yes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it like is. Now, 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 now. Because <laughs> you're so naughty. I just want to know. What, like right I'm asking. Right at I'm this instant? No, I am. On behalf no. of the people. <laughs> not, right, not right at this instant, no. But. Sex in my 40s is a revelation. I actually feel like my son on his way out of my vagina gave, me, gave my G-spot a high five. <laughs> wow. No, I'm serious. My I orgasms feel like you should create an animation for that. No, they really are. My orgasms are full-body orgasms. And they last longer. And the effects of it. You know when you have good sex and like four days later, like you have good sex on Sunday and Thursday, you're still feeling it? Ooh. Yes, that's what's happening now. <laughs> Mugambi, Valentine, Valentine, Mugambi. <laughs> oh my gosh, I've, I've like, I. It's, it's truly a revelation. I get it, and uh, you know the thing is like that's actually I can't wait to be forty for that because already I'm having the most amazing, 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 amazing. But I would say you have to prepare for life. it. I don't think everyone gets this on their fortieth birthday. I want to talk about the pleasure gap in same-sex relationships. Okay, um, so I mean, I can I can only speak for women. So very interestingly enough, because there's always it's actually more like a power dynamic. With the pleasure gap comes the power dynamic. So with same-sex relationships, it's always about uh, men. Uh, sorry, with heterosexual relationships, it's always about men and men being powerful or being the more powerful sex within that dynamic yeah. so with same-sex relationships sometimes there's always a person in the relationship that has the power i don't like that word but i can't find anything to mm -hmm. substitute it with so i'm going to use that and a lot of the time it has to do with who's the person that asks you out on the date or who's the person that pays the bill like if you're going to sleep with each other on the first night or age. Actually, three, two things specifically, age and money, I think are the things that hold power in same-sex relationships, I feel maybe. So does it play out the way it does in heterosexual relationships? You know how we describe sex as like, oh, we had sex twice. Really, it's that the man had two orgasms. It's not that uh. you had sex twice. A woman could have had seven orgasms, but do you say we had sex seven times? Because even the language that we use to speak about sexuality informs our experience, right? So you're like, oh, we had sex twice. So in same-sex relationships, would you say if the more powerful woman in a lesbian relationship had two orgasms that you had sex twice? Or when she's tired, you go to sleep? No. Because when guys are tired... Because like lesbians are nicer people than fucking straight people. Heterosexual uh, sex is dictated by the male penis. Like, once it goes down, we're like, I as well. That's true. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Once it goes down, <laughs> we all go down. We all go down. Tomorrow, like <laughs> <laughs> no, but also the way, biologically, the way the female orgasm happens, women can have multiple orgasms. Exactly. So can you imagine being two women? It's just like, wi both women can have multiple orgasms over and Frankly, over again. I've had sex with women, and that's the most exhausting thing about it. It's like, can we just... I recently <laughs> had a... <laughs> I'm you not a lesbian, obviously. <laughs> you're like, I'm not gonna be a lesbian after this. Like, <laughs> fuck them. Like, I'm tired. <laughs> oh god, I get that. Actually, that's that's uh, no, no I'm kidding. <laughs> um, so 
Wow, I just don't know where to take it from there. <laughs> but no, but you're describing this power thing. So is it then described? So the person. So a lot of times it, 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 it can formulate in different ways. It could be the person with the money is the person that's the power. It could be the person that is uh, with, I can only talk about same-sex, um, lesbian, female relationships. Um, it could be the person that is more male-presenting that ends up being the power, even though not always. Um, I was in a relation, I was in a very wrong. Wrong, wrong, It was right. But it was long. I was in a long relationship with a woman and she was male presenting. I was still the, I don't want to use power because now it even sounds off. Do you know what I mean? Like when it comes to especially sexual relations, I was always the more dominant person in the bedroom. Okay. Yeah, with somebody that was always male, male presenting. So sometimes even with that kind of presentation, it doesn't really matter. But then it's just, it's a tough one. Mm. It's a tough one. I'm not entirely sure. Okay. I think personally, I it's I've always felt. I think it's also actually I don't know Valentine. <laughs> I don't have the answer because <laughs> I was just about to say I'm I'm a more dominant person, but it's not because when I'm in a when I'm in a heterosexual situationship, then I uh, I become I automatically but become the submissive in that in that situation. With this pleasure gap, because there's been research done. Um, heterosexual women do not have orgasms as frequently as lesbian women. So maybe the rules just don't apply. It's a, an entirely different paradigm. You see what I mean? Lesbian relationships don't follow heteronormative. But actually, what I'm going to say to, um, towards that is that because we're all um, like uh, wired in the way of heteronormative relationships, mm -hmm. um, it's the only thing we know. So by the, the time people are actually coming out of their shells and able to be um, different, then uh, th that you drop your inhibitions. By the time that you're able to be different and to be with somebody that you actually want to be with, mm. then your inhibitions are dropped. And that's the same way that I feel about polyamorous or non-monogamous ethical relationships is because people drop their inhibitions. But like heteronormative anything is expected of people. So people That's go true. into those relationships with all of their baggage, like this is how it should be, this is how, like, oh, right foot in front of the left. But nobody ever gives you the option to skip or to just hop on your left leg. So to by the tell time your man you don't know what you're doing, this yeah, is actually Yeah, so by the time you're going anything left of anything hetero, already you're dropping your inhibitions and you're allowing yourself to feel pleasure. And okay. that's what I feel about anything same-sex. Your, your, your inhibitions are dropped when you're doing same-sex things. Okay. Can I ask your audience a question? Yes. Have you experienced the pleasure gap and how? This is such a lovely, inclusive, warm space. Um, I would make a request that as we continue to like share this space, we um, be more mindful of like gender identification and sex identification and just be more trans inclusive. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. That's actually something that I, I wrote in the email that I sent out is that we need to be inclusive of everybody. And thank you for saying that. I appreciate it. But can I ask, so like in this conversation, what would we have said? Okay. Um, so just like the point around female pleasure is a, a people in a in a lesbian relationship won't always have a female anatomy and just like be mindful of 
like not everyone who's in a lesbian relationship will have a clitoris. Okay. Thank no, you. I just wanted to learn like how Yeah, yeah. Okay. Of course, yeah. And Does anyone want to say anything? So, I have a very recent example which is um the moment when you realize that you've had a long-term partner and I think something that we kind of assume when we've had a long-term partner is that I know what this person likes. And then suddenly you get the courage, like I got the courage to say, actually this thing that you've been doing for the longest time is something I don't really like. Um, or if you could just adjust it, even having to negotiate, even the way I said it was like, I would like you to stop doing this thing. I would have liked to say, I would like you to stop doing it like this, stop rubbing to the right, start rubbing to the left. But I had to be like, you know, babe, sometimes I really wish, um, just maybe just on Tuesdays. <laughs> right? I, I felt no power in it, right? And so already I've gotten to the point where I've said, come on, you have to be able to communicate this thing. Good, we are doing it today. And then being met with, okay, so now what do you want? So being met with, oh, I actually, oh, I didn't, I didn't know that. Cool, let's try it to the other side. It is Tuesday, right? <laughs> and not being met with like understanding and instead being met with shame and feeling bad about having made the request and realizing that situation that I still don't have power despite having gained the courage to even just say that I'd like it in another way, being met with, so what are you saying? Are you unhappy with it? What does this mean? You know, and I, I'm, does that mean, so you've been lying to me all these years? <sighs> I'm being like, no, it's just like uh, on Tuesdays. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you so much you, for that. Thank you. So uh, actually, let me start. <coughs> for starters, one minute, just one minute. So for starters, we're always growing. We're always evolving. Literally, my today may not be my tomorrow and was definitely not my yesterday. A lot of time, if you think about your life, just you by yourself, one year ago, how many things have changed? How many things change in one year with yourself, not even with somebody else? So, so many times we feel like these monogamous or uh, committed relationships need to be exactly the same way they are when you met as they will be even just one year. And so we're stuck on that. And sometimes we need to constantly communicate with our partners about how we're always changing. One of the things I, like, I don't advocate for is, is getting married young. I, I don't, but uh, this is a very personal preference. I feel, I honestly feel like if you are going to get married, that it should be done over 40. <laughs> I feel like 40 plus is the magic number for Not getting married. Not even 35, like nope. 40, okay. No, 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 because I'm 35 now, and I'm just like, oh my God, I'm just like discovering myself, even though I've just been discovering myself my whole life. <laughs> I'm just like, but now this is the best part. I just want to savor my best parts for myself for now. But we're always growing and we're always changing. A year ago today, to be honest, a year ago, to not even a year ago, three months ago today, I was a completely different person. At the beginning of this year, I was different. And the person that I was sleeping with in January is definitely not the person that I want to be sleeping with today. Yes, Kaz, let's talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> but just because like, I have evolved and I've changed and things are different and I've, like, I've just like, from self-pleasure, I've learned that 
my left side is actually more effective than my right. And so those things you have to always um, have conversations with your partner. It's just like, actually, I don't, actually, you know, like, I, and it's actually how you communicate it with your partner. It's like, so I love what you've been doing and I really like this, but I just discovered something. How about, like, here, check this out. Like, look what you make me do if that's going to boost his ego. What you if know you what just I mean? grab his hand and put it where you want it to go and do the damn yeah, thing? Yeah, but do that, but also communicate. The communicating in that thing okay. makes sense because it's going to be like, I really like what you've been doing, but check this out. Look what I discovered when you were at work. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, and we I do need and to. And I had up. a question about uh, you and where you are sexually. Okay, I'm going to make that quick. <laughs> Can't. Uh, <laughs> Oh no, I'm 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 at a point in my I'm 35 years old. I'm at a point in my life where I'm actually having the most amazing sex in my life. So the reason I asked, what is it that makes that sex so fantastic and why isn't it here? <laughs> <laughs> I've discovered that there's things about my sexuality that I really like and um, appreciate more than the knowledge <laughs> of the people that are currently close to me. <laughs> so, for example, actually, one <laughs> I know, like, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying not to be offensive to anybody, but I've discovered that, like, the kink in me is kinkier. I'm a lot more kinkier now. I'm so into like BDSM and kink. And if I feel like in a relationship if, or any kind of relation, if I'm not getting into anything that's giving me, yo, pain. <laughs> <laughs> like Matthew was like whipping me with his, with his bull whip outside. I am so turned on by pain. Like so turned, I'm so into like, I'm a submissive, so I like to be, I like, I'm into pain. I'm not necessarily into restraints. Um, I don't like the ball gag and the, the handcuffs, but I'm into pain. Mm -hmm. And it's a thing that I discovered because I've been going to all of these sex conferences that have so many like spaces for people who are submissives and I'm a complete submissive. And I feel like I can't find that here. You can't find that or maybe you just... It's also been like three months. Yeah, but someone was asking about the BDSM community. Yeah, and I just said I really want for there to be a BDSM community. Okay. So oh, actually, let's do this. How many people Who's here interested? are into BDSM? Yes. <laughs> and just like that, we have a community. Just like that, there's a community. <laughs> Can we, ha if I... Okay, so please, I'm just going to ask, and I'm not asking for followers. No, we're not going, we're nope. We're not going to do a WhatsApp group. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck this hoe. <laughs> so basically anybody who's, so I did this on Instagram where I was looking for swingers and people who are polyamorous. And people hit me up. And that's why I tried to create this space for people who are non-monogamous as well. So people who are, if you're here, are you following the spread pod at the spread pod? Are you following, especially on Instagram? <laughs> I respond to every single one of your DMs, correct? So if anybody is into like a BDSM meetup specifically, I can curate this 
I can make for like a nice little perfect space for us to happen and we can learn about pain, pleasure. I'm very happy to talk about this. Deal? Yeah. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Valentine. <laughs> okay, D do you, do you want to tell me about... We're just going to wrap up by Valentine telling us a little bit about her sex life. Didn't I already talk about my orgasms and how they're full body and blah? Oh, man, Tuesday. Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. So you're currently having sex because the last time we met, you weren't fucking. Um, yes, the last time we met, my sex life was on hiatus. It wasn't voluntary, it was circumstantial. But um, no, now I am... I'm not in love with anybody. I'm not seeing... Uh, he's not somebody I want to keep. I'm actually dating... <laughs> No, he's really not. But also, I don't... No. <laughs> no, okay, fine. Let me be clear. I fully expect, even with my Tuesdays, that some feelings will be caught. But feelings do not necessarily mean I want to marry you, I want to have children with you, I want to pay a mortgage with you, I want to build a life with you. There are many kinds of feelings. The feelings could be, I like you and I'm horny. So, I'm okay with... And also, I don't fool myself. Sex is designed to connect people. So I don't kid myself, like I won't on some level feel a level, uh, um, some kind of connection to the person I'm having sex with. I'm, I'm open to that. I welcome it. So I tend to fuck nice guys. Yes. But he's not somebody that I want to keep. The, the, it's, just, it's a separate thing. I want to get married and I want to have children. So I'm still dating. Yes, that's it. But I'm also saner uh, on my date. No, let me explain. You don't turn up horny on your dates thinking I want to get married and have children. Because you will make some very stupid decisions <laughs> that way. It's like shopping hungry. Exactly. Exactly. And then this person that you knew you could not see yourself with, suddenly you start giving yourself a sales pitch. Oh, yeah. I, I can make this work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he has funky teeth and I don't know what else, but I can make but it work. But we can make it work. <laughs> So, um, yes, so it's necessary, especially when I am dating. I don't know about everybody else, but when I am dating, I need to be having sex because I can't turn up on dates horny. That is not a good thing. No, there's no <laughs> sex, before, sex before Thank the you. date. Not, okay, not so according to Bev, <laughs> who is the owner of um, G-Spot Kenya, masturbate before you go on a date. Masturbate before you date. I feel like that should be the slogan for your company. <laughs> so guys, um, we are, first of all, Valentine, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Isn't she just like wonderful? <laughs> thank you. And thank you guys. Please give yourselves a big round of applause. Yay, thank you for having me. Kamata, fever, tabasamu, wanna get close to you, take my clothes for you. Shika, kamata, fever, tabasamu, wanna get close to you, take my clothes for you. Shika, kamata, fever, tabasamu, I wanna get close to you, take my clothes for you. Shika. Kamata, fever, tabasamu, wanna get close to you, take my clothes for you.
I heard you're good with the soft lips. I want to know what that's about. I know you like my tongue when you feel my love all the way down south. The way I throw it in, throw it in, back it up. Make the bed and shake and tear it up. Hold me close, pin my head to my toes. Ooh, got me screaming for more. Got me screaming for more. Yeah, said ooh, the looky, looky, looky in your eyes. Yeah, got me, got me, got me mesmerized. Just a little, work the middle. Boy, you got me hypnotized. I want to get close to you, taking my clothes for you. Oh, she got a fever. Tabasafu, want to get close to you, taking my clothes for you. Taking my clothes for you. I'm looking so ooh la la tonight. I'll make you say ooh la la. Say how you like it. The things I'm gonna do to you. I just wanna make you say ooh. Say manami, my boo. Ooh. Back it up and I feel it in my toes. Every day now, wait me time. I'm farming with my pansy. Come get this body. What's up, bum? What a bum bum tonight, Takupa Benzi Top Top, Cardi Bia, Nipahia Yum Yum, Boy, you're the one. She got fever, Tabasafu. I want to get close to you, taking my clothes for you. She got fever, Tabasafu. want to get close to you, taking my clothes for you. Oh, oh, I wanna take my clothes off for you. Take my clothes for you. Oh man. It's a magical night, my first time at the spread, and I feel like my inner freak is just allowed to like be free. Yes? Because this is the place of the freaks. So, magic in the air. There's some magic in the air tonight, yo. Sexual freedom, liberation, togetherness, being able to be ourselves. Thank you. 
Amazing. Sing more, sing more. <laughs> 